like us if you're watching your phone. That's true, that's true. I just want to make sure we are live though. Yeah. Are we live now or don't trust the equipment. Or me. Definitely don't trust me with the equipment. Yeah, we are live now, so we're good to go. Sharing it on Facebook. Forgot those do nothing. This doesn't either, does it? So we're going we are improv tonight with Alex Brock. Welcome. Oh my god. Alright, buddy. Uh, we might have to talk loud. Hey, that's fine. Icebreaker. I feel like we're really close, but I like it. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted. I did all this on purpose. <laughs> um, welcome back, everybody. Hopefully I'll, the other two videos deleted, but I'll get them deleted. We don't have any music. We do still have sponsors. Uh, Sarah K. Speed Shots, On Point Woodworks. Go give them a follow on Facebook. Um, Welcome back to Turn Left Podcast. This is all news to y'all, y'all couldn't hear anything, but um, last week from 15th to 2nd in the late model event, first race back at Dominion in quite a while, a couple years, right? Yes. Um, and the youngest rookie of the year ever at Southside Speedway at 15 years young, um, Alex Brock, everybody. Give us uh, all what's up. I guess I'm so used to saying, like, pull the mic in, but we yeah. don't have to worry about that right now. Yeah, thank you for having me tonight. It's a huge blessing to be here. Um, also a great time to uh, match the face with the name and just, you know, get my story out there with people that uh, might not know me that well and just kind of go through what we've been through through my career and just get a little bit deeper dive. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited to hear about it. When we found out that we were having issues, you were just getting into where you got your start in racing. Um, we got your pops backstage. He didn't Actually, he, didn't, he wasn't actually part of the racing, but um, he obviously got you into it, or you got into it. Tell us that story again, because I was also looking and reading comments, and who knows what. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the uh, 70s and 80s, my dad and uncle helped uh, Junie Dunleavy uh, back in the Cup Series. They'd go to Talladega, all the races and all that. My uncle was actually on the official pit crew when they won their first ever race in Dover. Really? Yes. So I had uh, Mrs. Dunleavy as a teacher in elementary school. Do you all know who I'm talking about? The teacher, the school teacher? I think she was his niece or his daughter. Okay, yeah. She had red hair, curly hair. Well, anyway, I had her in elementary school, I think like fourth grade, second grade. Okay. But um, either way. Yeah, and you know, it just kind of grew from there. Um, with our family in a Brock's Barbecue, uh, we have a really good family connection. One of my dad's really good friends is um, his Denny Hamlin's manager and oh, really? a security guard at his house. So, oh, wow. Um, we have very good personal connections there. and. Anytime they would come to town, we would be catering the food at Southside Speedway, catering the food at Richmond Raceway. And I really remember my biggest memory was the 2008, 2009, 2010 showdown at Southside Speedway, where there was Denny, Kyle, Joey, and all of us sitting in the press box over there in turn two at Southside, and just being able to be one-on-one -on -one with those guys as a like eight-year-old kid. It was actually my birthday that day, so it was literally the coolest birthday present you could have as a ten-year-old kid. Just being around cup drivers this close, yeah. just listening to, having no idea what they're talking on a technical scale. Now I would, but you know, I was that five-year-old kid that had over 200 Matchbox cars that um, always wanted to be a race car driver. In my fifth grade yearbook, um, they have a book that every kid in my class said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And yeah. I said, I want to be a race car driver. Wow. And, you know, I'm getting to live that every day, and it's just a dream come true to me. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Um, and what about the, uh, I think I know where you got it from, but tell the story maybe a little bit. Where did you get the name Barbecue Boy? From Kenny Allen. Um, the legend. Yes, from 
Kenny Allen. That's, a, that's kind of when you've made it, when you get a nickname from Kenny Allen. Yes, ever since I first met him, he called me Barbecue Boy. And, you know, great guy, great family. And, you know, awesome there. Can I get one of you uh, beautiful gentlemen? You don't have to be on camera. Just walk behind it, and can you just straighten up a little bit? I don't want this whole video to be... Look at how... Uh, we're way off the we're off the rails here, so gotcha, gotcha. Um, like I said, I don't want the whole thing to be kind of like see how the whole thing is tilted that way. Yeah, just pull down on it. There we go. Might look better, Alex. Perfect. Cool. All right, well, I'm watching myself do it now. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. And um, so you got that from Kenny Allen. How old were you when you got your nickname? I would say I never really met Kenny Allen whenever I was racing. I don't know if I did meet Kenny Allen really when I was racing U-cars, maybe a couple times, but really became good friends with him when we start, first started racing the late models. Okay. Um, and that's really where I think I got that name was being that 15-year-old uh, Rookie of the Year at Southside Speedway that rookie season. Yeah. Um, just because at 15 years old, going from a U-car to a late model, you were called an idiot. I mean, it was back mad, then. Yes. Yes. Now it's common. We, we yeah. created a trend that is a standard now, and I don't think people really have realized that. That you know, they had to literally change the rules of Southside Speedway. You had to have a driver's license to be able to race a late model. Oh, I know. And Trust Jennifer me. specifically knew my character and amended that just for me. They didn't change the rule for me. I had to wait until I was 16 to straight out uh, <laughs> race street stocks. So it used to be across the board. You car and everything get to be 16. I think you car. Then they lowered it to. 15 then to 14 but yes what is the common rule about late model how young you can be now right now i think it's 14 um there is a couple drivers i know shenandoah is like 10 <coughs> 11 like many yeah, yeah. And, and you know he's like three <laughs> but yeah it's like 14 now i think is the, the age um ryan matthew said big time brock <laughs> thanks again for your help last friday man What's up, Ryan Matthews? Uh, Mom, Patty said, yeah, much better. So that's like, yo, yo, what's the challenge for today? Well, well, we might get to that, actually. The challenge for today was just getting the show working without me um, burning this whole studio down. So I've said that before, but I think I kind of meant it. Y'all saw all the panic and the fear in my eyes, you know. Um, I was trembling. Shout out to everybody watching. I have my girlfriend, Taylor. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being on here tonight and watching. Uh, it really means a lot to me. Yeah, and sorry for... Whatever happened, I will attempt to diagnose it later tonight or tomorrow. That's never happened, though. Hey. Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore. First time with Brock, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blame, I blame Alex. Um, I did shortly while we were off there, too. I was like, you, what did you do? So, um, who is your favorite uh, local, or, well, who's your favorite late model driver? It could be a big time, somebody you've never met, anybody. Hey, Sellers. Hey, Sellers. Hey, Sellers. You've met him plenty of times. Absolutely. I'm going to the shop, to the uh, track tomorrow to help him. I've missed only one race this year. We've won 10 races so far this year with him. Uh, whenever I'm not driving my car, I'm out there helping the sellers group. Um, just doing everything I can to learn. Would that have been your answer before you started working with him? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've always, you know, before we even started racing late models, um, Peyton was always, he's a class act guy, he carries himself well, and me as a driver, that's what I try to be transparent about yeah. and try to, you know, mimic that. Okay. And um, you said, obviously, you're not running for points this year at uh, Dominion because last week was your first race back. Yes. Are you going to run any other races or any more um, 
at Dominion? Any more at other tracks? Yes, we're planning on running a few more races at Dominion, just trying to pick and choose and uh, the right dates and all that. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, if you went all the way from 15th to second, what was that like? Did you have just a ton of speed? Um, what was it like being back in the car for the first time? It was awesome. Uh, we unloaded Friday, had our struggles, but um, being with the sellers group, man, they're able to diagnose things very quickly and get the car in the direction that just really made us get after it Friday. Because um, we had tested all day, and then Peyton had tested all day as well, and they ended up packing up those they were done, and his crew ended up coming over and helping us as well Friday evening. And we were really able to make a ton of changes to make the car right. And then um, Saturday when we unloaded, had some consistent speed. Didn't qualify the best, um, just a little bit free in qualifying. And started 13th. We had a missile in that first race. Just coming through the field, just got absolutely drove through. Uh, did a 360 turn and um, messed the tire up. And um, it was bad. Caused you to start 15th the next race, yes. obviously, also. But um, shout out to my crew chief last week, Eric Winslow, and this whole team. Um, they threw the kitchen table and some at it, and it was either going to work or we were going to at least be where we were. And we went through the field like a madman. Mm -hmm. We passed all but two cars because two wrecked battling each other. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, we literally passed 13 cars and just got two freebies. I mean, we were digging, and I did not touch one bar. We just had that much of speed. It's impressive. And are you, um, so obviously, is the next race Twins, do you know? Yes. It I'm is? pretty sure they run Twins every race up there um, that I know. Do it. What's up with that? National points. Um, you know, the biggest thing is trying, every track now, is just trying to get Twins out there because every track wants to be able to say the national champion came from our track. And so. I know it makes sense. It's just, you're asking a lot to make these late model guys race Twins every week. Yes. Do you prefer twins or no? I do because, I mean, if you think about it, had last week been a single race, like the first race, you would have been hanging around heads. Um, but, you know, it gives you that boost of confidence to go out in the second race and just truly get after it. There's also people that win the first race and they get jumped in the second though. <laughs> so that, you, get, you can't take that out of uh, yes, I mean, possibility. Whatever race is clean, the other one is always opposite. Yeah. Always. Um, also, uh, Justin Smith said he met you on iRacing through a mutual friend. You're a good guy. I appreciate that. What's up, uh, Taylor? What's up, Andrew? Teresa? Howard? Um, everybody said the sound is better as well. Thank you. Ronnie Vance, what's up, buddy? And Landon Pimbleton, uh, Big Time Brock. Is that your nickname? Is, are you changing from Barbecue Boy to Big Time Brock on me now? We've been called Big Time. We've been called Big Block Brock. I mean, we've been called a little bit of everything. Where did you get the name Big Block Brock? That's from old Dustin Rumley down there at Ace Speedway, man. Mm. Yeah. Why was he calling you that? Just, that's our iRacing names, man. Oh, we got gotcha. iRacing. Okay, it's from iRacing? Yeah. Okay. We give each other all sorts of names, man. Um, it's all the sellers racers. Um, so how often do you play our racing? Is that, how long have you been doing that? Because, I mean, were you doing that before you started racing real cars? No, I got it in, I'd say, 2014, and, you know, we raced the heck out of it during quarantine. I think, th this was a funny story, um, not very funny in the beginning, but, unfortunately, when Blake Morris passed away, um, it really brought together a good friendship in between all these late model guys. I mean, every day, it was me... Sergio Pena, Landon Pimpleton, Ryan Matthews, Colby Stottlemyre, Tyler Hughes, Brendan Queen. There was about 15 of us from sunlight to sundown 
I was telling Dad that I was studying for exams, but we, we were getting ready. racing every day. And it was a party. I mean, yeah. the guys, we had fun. Yeah. Um, every day we were all having fun because we couldn't go to the track. We couldn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's Mid April, um, it was a terrible situation, but it brought together so many people and created so many great friendships. Yeah. Out of it. But, you know, all of us, we still race together all the time. Um, we had a blast. Who is your main sponsor? A plus roofing. Um, oh, even with the shirt? Yes. Um, um, yeah, I couldn't. I, I wasn't sure if they, they can see it. Yep, on there. Our angle's a little weird tonight too, because I was in a, uh, I was in a rush, as y'all can tell. I was Russian and American at the same time. Um, what's up, Patrick Boer? Oh, he said no, it's Brockhead. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. No, he I calls know. me that, man. I get a nickname from almost everybody. I mean, the thing is, though, all these nicknames I'm getting, there's not one that's bad. You know, there could be a lot of bad nicknames out oh, there. Yeah. Not a bad one yet. I'm the people's people. I really do think so. I mean, you know, not going with you. I like mo a lot more than I am hated. I don't know a lot of people that do hate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What up, uh, Chris Carroll? And, uh, oh, Chris Carroll's in the house tonight. Alex, uh, I mean, uh, Ryan said, Alex Brock's a beast of South Boston on iRacing with that cheese. Yeah, we exactly. Got it's a specific thing we've learned on iRacing that uh, gets about four or five tenths that we ain't going to talk about. Ugh. Just know that... That, glad my computer's down, bro. Yeah, I just remember when we did that late model versus uh, you car drivers, we had the keys. Patrick Brewer said he's a cool guy. Um, oh, yeah, so who's your favorites in um, lower, I guess, I guess like, well, we'll just keep it that. What about limited late model? Limited late model? I'm trying to think. Eric Winslow, man, he's just like us, works with his butt off for everything that he has. Has a first class program that he's doing. He was my crew chief last weekend, and you know he's making it to the track. He runs good, limited, absolutely. And what Ryan Matthews as well, up at Dominion Raceway. Uh, I think of that as the Dominion Racer. I, you know, yeah, Ryan Matthews as well. I mean, he's won so many races up there, and you know they have a dynamite program. Winslow is watching too. Yeah, when you think of the two best limited racers in the country, I would say Ryan Matthews and Eric Winslow. Do they run for national points too? They have division uh, two or three. I think limiteds right now is at South Boston is division two, and Dominion Racer is division three. Okay, division three. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because modified stage yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Well, who's your favorite modified driver? Modified driver, man. I always love Thomas Stimson because um, mm -hmm. he's a friend of my dad. And oh, really? Yes, just awesome guy. Um, How long have you known him, Dad? Since high school. Since high school, wow. Actually, have we given you a shout out since we've been on this broadcast? Actually, we used we got to got Alex's dad. We used to coon hunt together when we were kids. Really? Yeah. Wow. What about um? That's crazy. So you've pretty much known him your whole life. Wow. Um. And then Trevor's wife uh, worked at a restaurant. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because she would always leave early on Friday nights to go watch Thomas race, and mm -hmm. we would go with him. So yeah. I could, be that uh, ten-year-old kid to go to Victory Lane. Just shut the restaurant down on Friday nights. I know, I know. Um, I need to get by there. Do y'all still have a drive-thru, or is that yeah. temporary for COVID? Nope, still rolling with the drive-thru. Buffet's back open. Um, so. Do you work there at all, or just at A-plus? Just at A-plus. But you still give it a shout-out when you can. Absolutely. This episode is sponsored by Brock's Barbecue. <laughs> they're not going to pay because they're all the audio went bad. It's a fake <laughs> one, but... Um, and which hot sauce did you pick for the end? 
I mean, I'm not thinking I'm going to hold off on that. Oh, here we go. He's already backpedaled. Y'all heard him think about it earlier. I got a backstage of people. I got witnesses. He was like, oh, yeah, sauce ain't nothing. Did you hear that? He said a sauce ain't nothing? Yeah, because you know people are going to screenshot stuff and make some faces out of me that's going to appear on the internet later, so I'm just trying to save my butt, man. To be honest, I really don't want to do it either, so I'm totally happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's people are out there. And I, yeah. Oh, trust me, I can't even imagine. Watching. Thankfully, it hasn't happened to me yet, but yeah. I'm not as cool either, so people, people <laughs> you know. Um, all right, so what about your favorite, uh, like, Grand Stock driver, or Dominion Stock? It could be any track, you know, the most Austin Dodge. And, you know, I always looked up to Austin whenever I was um, a U-Car driver, and before that, you know, he was, in my opinion, just, when I was coming up, I'm like, he's going to be the next Denny Hamlin, man. Um, you know, he was Yeah, he was still young then. Yes. I mean, I remember when I first started racing, they had, still a, young now. <laughs> they had a, um, a paper because he had just graduated high school, and from L.C. Bird, they had the, him in the paper. Um, you know, that was my idol at the time, was Austin Dodge. I want to be just like him. He was mine, too, kind of a little bit. He was younger than me, though, so it was kind of like <laughs> But he was in a higher division. I was a street stock, he was a grand stock, so. But always carried himself well, class act. And, you know, yeah. I always try to partake in somebody that has a class act and, you know, really represents himself well. Well, I, as a Kyle Busch fan, do not. <laughs> uh, that's why I put the Jeff Gordon one on your side and the yeah. Kyle Busch one on my side. You noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Were you a Jeff Gordon fan? No, I was a Dale Jr. fan my whole life. Oh, really? Yep. Little way. All right. Day. I might have some for you if you want it. Okay. Um, favorite U-Car driver? No. No. Bandolero. Bandolero? Uh, you thought you were going to Oh, man. Yeah, see? I like uh, <laughs> Brendan's cousin Riley music, man. He's yeah. a good, I race, I race him with him. He's oh, really? Yeah. So you got a rig? Yep, he's awesome. <clears throat> um, wow, how old is he? He's like, I don't know, off the top of my head, he's at least 12. Because he has a late model now. Okay. So, really? Yes. He's got a late model? Yes. I think he, he was telling me he got a um, mini tie rolls car, I think. One of his older ones. So that's how he got the seat set up and everything. Did him. He's probably already taller than me. Yeah. Shout out to Minnie. He's doing awesome. He too. is. He is. Brain He's a beast. That crew are rolling on that car. Yes. Um, legends. Legends. You know, I really don't know the legends field right now. <laughs> Jesus, I really don't like Tommy Jackson Jr. Like, Whoa, dude. No, controversial I mean, I, statement. I really don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never talked to Tommy. And, you know, we've always been at the racetrack together all these years. I've never said a word to him. And he's been racing as long as I have. Really? So I look forward to meeting you one day, man. But no, I've never talked to him. You can watch his episode that we had. Yeah. There's no power. There's a generator running outside. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what about, uh, all right, U-Car. What's your favorite U-Car driver? Mike Chapman, where you at, buddy? What, dude? Add another one to the tally. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't say me. I mean, so you offensive. know, this is crazy because when we first started. I can't believe he didn't say me, dude. So offensive. I'm sorry, man. I'm just gonna, I hold Mike dear to my heart. I always heart. tell people that I'm allowed to, but I can tell you weren't you weren't setting up to say that. Yeah. You know, Mike, um, it was crazy. When we first got into this U car deal, it was Daniel Thomas and Steve Little uh, renting us a car. And um, Mike was actually driving the car that I was gonna be renting. And we show up to Daniel Thomas's house the first time and I'm looking at this car and Daniel's car, I'm like, and I had no idea this was Mike Chapman standing there. And I'm thinking in my head, no matter what the of these cars, they're not going to beat Mike Chapman. Yeah. And then I was like, so what are we going to do to beat that Mike Chapman guy? And Daniel's like, well, Mike Chapman's going to be driving your car <laughs> Friday night. What does he do? He goes out there and wins. 
and you know, it was always been a great friend of mine ever since. Yeah, he, he likes to rub it in that way. Yeah. Trust me, I split seat time with him. Yeah. So that's kind of like what you did, but I had to do it every other race. Yeah, okay. You My first year in. I, I could do it now and have some pride. That year, yeah. I'm losing week after week, and every week he's winning. He won the first three in a row, I lost the first three in a row. It's like, dude. And one night, I literally I asked Bud, I said, he's like, oh, man, you did really good. I said, tell me something right now. Do you think if Chapman was in the car tonight, you would have won this race? He said, you didn't have to ask me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it was true. Yeah. If Chapman would have been in the car that night, they would have won the race. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, I think it was like my first or second one, but either way. Uh, you don't want to race with them when I race with them, man. They... Oh, I've raced, with them, I've raced with them in new cars against them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, trust me. But I, he's not Clear bad contact. Me. Yeah, he's not bad on me. One night we thought that he got into us real bad, but actually BJ got into us that sent us down into Chapman's long story. But, uh, all right, what about um, your favorite NASCAR driver? You said it was always Dale Jr. What about now? I like Kyle Larson because, and Ryan Priest because they both come that um, grassroots racing that, you know, absolutely can wheel a race car. And they have absolutely amazing car control um, and just can get it done. Yeah. Derek Hope said uh, congrats on P2 last week, buddy. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It was still on cloud nine. What is up? Crystal, um, Landon Pimbleton said 13. I don't know what he was talking about. Maybe the late model age? That was a long time ago. Okay. I don't know. Billy T, what is up, buddy? Peyton Lee, what's up? Wrestler, um, shout out to you, buddy. Let's say, do you know these people? I, I just, there's, I read off names. There can be people. There's some people in like Australia. I just say the name when I hear it. Um, normally I've got the TV set. I know, man. I'm gonna have to come on for part two. I'm just full of excuses, aren't I? That's all right. We tried. We'll have the Brock barbecue pack right here, sitting for next the time. The TV was working. That's not working. Um. <laughs> All right, what about your favorite? Do you know Xfinity or truck drivers? Do you know them well enough to pick one? You know, as far as a driver, I really couldn't say. But as far as a team, I really love what Sam Hunt Racing is doing right now. Because, you know, I used to help Sam Hunt for a little bit um, back in 2014 whenever I started late model racing. I was helping him on the came in the car in the shop, just trying to learn as much as possible. Which I didn't know that. I was in over my head. I didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, I learned a lot about just working on race cars and the simple stuff. Yeah, and, you know, I do carry. They're like sweep the floor. He's like, I can't handle this. I don't know how. <laughs> so you know, I learned a lot from that group, and you know what? Because also Sam went to uh, he went to John Tyler, and then he went to VCU exactly like I did. Oh, really? Sam and me had the exact same professors. Oh wow! So we literally are same same, path. same style degree, you know. And he went off to Charlotte because um, I would tell my professors I'm racing. They're like, you know, Sam Hunt, and I'd be like, yeah, this is what he's doing now. They're like, oh my gosh, really? So, you know, it was really cool to just follow that same career path pretty yeah. much. Um, that, that was cool even to let you come work at a shop at 14, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, he paid you less than minimum wage, though. So <laughs> it was all volunteer. You know? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, yeah, I think ever since uh, the country music singer did Sam Hunt's downfall, I think that Sam Hunt's actually the more famous one now. <laughs> the Spindy driver. I know. Jesse Vaughn just stopped, spotted for him last weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, he was on here last week, that's why I'm yep. up. The, uh, um, favorite track, what's your favorite, uh, track to race at first? What's your favorite one to drive at? My favorite, uh, my most favorite track is definitely Dominion. I mean, oh, really? We, I can drive that track with a blindfold. It's like every time I go there, I just absolutely can get 
get after it and get it done. Smooth. It's very smooth. And, you know, I just have a, I hold a good wheel and I can just make it happen there. I can pass cars cleanly. I know my line and, you know, I love it. What about your favorite track to spectate? Spectate, you know, it's either going to be Martinsville for the big late model race or Southern National. You know, I love Southern National. That's also probably my second favorite track to race at. Yes. Similar to Dominion too. Yes. Very cool ring, but big. Well, big in our. What about your favorite NASCAR track other than Martinsville? Um, or you can include Martinsville. Yeah, Martinsville. You said the big late model race in Martinsville, so yes. I'm sure if you just meant Martinsville for all divisions or what? Pretty much all, because, you know, Martinsville, we were always going to um, all the races at Martinsville, and it's by far my favorite track because when NASCAR kind of went down the drain, that was still the only race that you could go to, and it'd actually be really good racing. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And Richmond's not bad, but I mean, it seems like Bristol, Martinsville, we're actually pretty blessed. And we I take know. it for granted. Like, there's this podcast out in California, shout out On the Hammer. There's these guys that run dirt cars, they have a podcast, like three or four guys. And I always think about it, and I'm like, they could never go to a Bristol race or a Martinsville race. Yeah. Like, I could never go to an Auto Club Speedway or like some of these crazy tracks. Like, yes. I would never travel across the country for an NASCAR race. No. I don't even go to Richmond most of the time when it's <laughs> Even though I'd like to, it's just I'm busy, but yes. I definitely wouldn't. Even even back when I was, you know, no kids and everything, I wouldn't be able to go to a different state. Or yes. like, not a different state, but you know what I'm saying, like across the country like that. So I'm like, these guys would never, one of them actually has been to Martinsville and stuff because he used to live in Tennessee, but okay. still, like I said, we take it for granted. We yes. don't have to think about how close all these tracks are. Absolutely. And they're a lot better than some of the, you know, just 1.5 mile cookie cutters. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I love the short track racing. I mean, that's where we come from. Have you ever raced at Martinsville? Yes. Not raced, but I have gone to test day three times. Just, you know, to get experience. What was that like? And I'm going to tell you what, the first time we ever went, we literally got this brand new Hedgecock car. It was state of the yard. What did you call it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a brand new Hedgecock car. We went there in 2015. Um, it was a funny story. It was me, Chris Dotson, Joe's car, or Zuskin, I'm sorry, Steve Zuskin, all of us went on test day, and um, just the time of my life, man, I mean, we were going so fast that we had a brand new windshield in there, and you just start seeing rainbow colors, really, because I was just going so fast, and the vibration and everything, I mean, it's just unreal, Well, what is it like to be on a track that you've been your favorite track of all time, like, like, one of my favorite tracks of all time is obviously Southside Speedway, but as far as, like, like, it'd almost be like when Jesse Jones runs the Bristol race. Yes. Like, to actually go through the tunnel and actually take your car out on the track, you have to, it has to feel somewhat surreal, or maybe, I don't know, it has to feel some type of way, as the kids are saying nowadays. Uh, so what was that like, just actual, like, even on the pace laps, and you're like, this is insane, I'm actually driving yes. around Martinsville. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. I think my best memory was test day in 2017 when they first brought the lights in. Um, it was the first time they ever cut the lights on, for public at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, it was just absolutely amazing. Because, I mean, our whole lives, man, we just thought of Martinsville as a state track. Yeah. It turned into a whole... It was like a state park. It's a whole other track. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't even feel like I was on the same track. I like felt like I had to learn a whole new track. Really? That, that different. Wow. And well, the track temperature is much cooler than it's ever been. Yes, you've got to change everything, man. Yeah. Martinsville Test Day, people don't realize 
unless you go to it, how crazy it is. People sit at the, because you can park in the cup garage on test day. There are people, historically, it used to be test day, not night. So we would show up there at 4 in the morning, and everybody, there would be probably 500 people in line, 100 cars, all the way from down in the valley, all the way up to the road. People would sign in, go to their trailer, and get jack stands, and there would be 100 people sprinting to the cup garage to get a spot. I mean, it was push each other. I mean, it was like Black Friday. Fault somebody? I mean, people were just, it was crazy. Like, people with jack stands just trying to run to the cup garage. Yeah, people over there with the jack stands? I mean, people that have been to Martinsville know that on test day, you have, what, something, a body, something, and you are sprinting to the cup garage because you're in the, in the AC kind of, not AC, but, you know, they have fans in there. It's comfortable. You're in the shade. It's an all-out war to get you a spot in the cup garage. I didn't realize that was out of frame. But, yeah, no, you're right. And, uh, yeah, because it's a lot better to be over there, too. Yes. Plus, you're in the cup garage, you know. It is a lot cooler, too. Yes. Well, yeah, pun intended. Um, what about, uh, there was another track question I had for you that I wanted to ask about, which, um, oh, yeah, no, no, not a track question. What, what's been your favorite division? But you went straight from U-Car, straight from late model, right? Yes, I've never raced anything but that. What, okay, well, obviously, I'm sure you prefer the late model. Have you driven a U-Car since you've gotten out of them? I have not. I haven't raced a U-Car since um, 2014. So I know they changed with sway bars and hubs. It's a cheater U-Car driver. He's never even... <laughs> I mean, they've changed all sorts of stuff. Now, I, we race with the stock wheels. I mean, so oh, I don't yeah. know what the difference is. That was crazy, yeah. So I, I would love to get in one. So if anybody has a top-notch U-Car, I'd like to bring back Alex Brock to the track and see what I can do against them boys. Yeah, I mean... Especially, especially at Dominion, I mean, you yes. gotta know the track so well. Yes. You gotta think when you started racing those at Southside Speedway, did you know anything about racing or were you just like, did it have a five speed? How long yes, did that take you to learn? I knew how to drive, this is funny, I knew how to drive a five speed at nine years old. Oh, My really? dad had a 1987 uh, Ford Ranger that we used to do, I think we put 53 miles on it, on a like less than a quarter mile circle track in our front yard one day, 53 miles. Yeah, just digging. And Respect then, to the pops, yeah. And then uh, the, I think I started like 12 or 13, but 9 is really old. Me doing and five speeds. Dad said we got to give it up when I put it on two wheels and my barrel rolled it. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. So, yeah. At least you got through the gears, obviously. You're absolutely. Going fast enough to do that. Well, okay, so that part was never a challenge. No, none whatsoever. It was, I think my biggest thing was... Um, Steve and Daniel were always like, get up to the wall, get up to the wall. I just had this fear of being up next to the wall. I don't know Everybody, what it was. yeah, I did too. So other than that, you know, it just took me a while. It took us up until the end of 2013, I think, to really grasp what it was like. Because, I mean, you got to think, when we were racing U-Cars, we were racing with, like, I would say a Martinsville field-style field every week. You had... Um, me, Daniel Thomas, Ronnie Vance, Mike Chapman, um, Frank Silver, Rusty Bennett, Michael Hall, um, Jesse Jones. Um, there was just the cream of the crop. Tyler Davis. Mm -hmm. I mean, you name it. David Kearns. It was the cream of the crop. Every yeah. week there was at least Jamie Height. I forgot about him. I mean, he was winning all the race back then. I mean, there was the cream of the crop. Every week we showed up, it was at packed field and trying to race against that. Oh, yeah. It hasn't gotten any easier, but it's, no, no, it's not, not, you can't not, get much harder than that. It was the cream of the crop, you know. And one thing I always appreciated about the U-Car field is that you don't really see it in any other 
Bud and Jennifer has created with that division. Everybody there, rain or shine, racing or not, there's a family there. And that's something that I can say that Bud and Jennifer has really created with that division. Yeah. I hated all my competitors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've had most of them on the show. I'm just kidding. Um, what about, uh, and yeah, you, you are right actually, because yeah, that is a tight knit group. Um, and street stock was a little bit like that, but U cars is definitely like that. Because even going up to Grand Stock, something about being inside those pits. Seriously, because when you're in the back pits, everybody just kind of chills and yeah. walks around. When you're, in, when you're in the inside pits, it is hot as lava. I almost dropped a cousin. <laughs> but it is hot, I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and what is that? Is that just because there's no, I don't know, it, I don't know if just the cars going around you. It seems like every track is hotter in the infield than it is outside of the track. I guess because you're down on a pit. It should be, I guess so. I think if you dig a hole in the ground, it's cooler down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, do we have a scientist watching that can explain that for us? Um, oh, Aaron Donnelly was watching, did I tell you that? Okay. Um, Matt Cheatham, Brian Vance is watching again, Teresa, what's up? If Lane wasn't a second in points, the option would be open for you to drive his U-car. Oh, I appreciate that. Me and Ronnie, we all have fun. What's up, Scott Lang? What'd y'all say? You can just say that really loud. I just said it was the thermals. Uh, let's say we don't have the mics hooked up anyway, so y'all can hop in there anytime you want. Just gotta talk loud. Um, did you have anything other than is that your only like main sponsor? Do you have any other sponsors you want to plug or anything? Um, Rock's Barbecue, Summit Racing, and um, the new shingle company. I do want to give them a plug in with A Plus Roofing. We are the uh, we were just voted best roofer in Richmond, Ooh. and we are in the top one percent of roofers in all of North America. <coughs> and Atlas 3M Scotchgard, we offer the only shingle on the market that guarantees it will never streak from algae for the life of the shingle. So if you like your roof looking beautiful forever, how could that even? I won't challenge you. you I know it. The, I know it. Um. Wow. Yes, it's the only shingle, and it's backed by 3M. Is it expensive? Yeah, I can get it for the same price as your standard shingle. It's oh, really? A yes. You might have already said that, my bad. Um, wow. And, okay, how long is it typically, I guess it depends on the house, what is the wait time usually on, it cuts off sooner than that, what's the wait time usually on getting a roof done? Um, you know, if you come to me right now, I can give you a free estimate. I come out to your house and deal with Alex. Free Friday. roof? A free estimate, oh, not a free roof. No, no, I ain't nothing free around here, but <laughs> I can give you a free estimate and, yes, um, it's free. you know, I can get you done in a week and a half. Really? And our guys are so fast, bang, 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 we'll be done less than a day. See, I went with this other company, and no, I'm just kidding, they're going to be watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember that one night you called in, and you're like, y'all need any roofing things? And he was on the show, he's like, I do roofing, we, we don't call them. Uh, anyway, um, chat, chat. What's your favorite race of all time? It could be in any division or any track or whatever. What's your favorite, like, was it the other night when you went 15th to second? I mean, it really was, man. The other night. Because a couple years ago, you finished second to uh, Philip Morris. Yeah. That was probably the most fun race I've ever had in my life. Um, we started, we were up there battling um, in the first race. We got, I got a little bit too ballsy there and drove it in, hit the marbles, and uh, washed up the track. And... Uh, got a little bit too much fuel in the carburetor and uh, flames were shooting up over the... Oh my god. So we worked our way back up to 8th, which gave us that invert to start on the pole for the second race. And we got the lead. We led about half the race. And uh, Colin Garrett, with Sellers at the time, um, ended up passing us. And 
for about 15 laps, my spotter said, there's a car behind you, you're pulling away, your car behind you, pulling away on your nose. Did not tell me it was Philip Morris until we crossed the checker flag because he knew if he told me it was Philip Morris, I was going to get my head and freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For then, sure. You know, the other night was awesome because we went from 15th to um, second, but the most cool thing about it was when we got to about fifth, I caught Peyton on his back bumper as far as on a restart, being on the outside line with him, and we just did the seller's train all the way to the front, man. It was awesome. On the final restart of the night, it was sellers 1-2. We fired off at the exact same time and finished 1-2. I mean, it was an unbelievable sellers racing 1-2 night. Yeah, because if you want to talk about a stacked field like you were talking about with UCAR back in the day, right now at Dominion, the late model field is, we were talking about this last week, I think, with Jesse. The late model field right now is so insanely stacked. Yes. And um, it's some of the best racing, actually, because late model racing there has always been good, but yes. um, it's especially good right now. Yes, very um, and maybe a contradictory statement. I think almost somehow the limited late models, I thought it was going to hurt them, but it didn't. You know, now some of the slower guys have moved down to that and they're more competitive. And there, there's just enough of them now to actually, that, that works very well. Cause there's plenty yes. of, there's plenty of, uh, Dominion racers. What do we even call them? Dominion stuff? No. Dominion racers. That's why when you said favorite limited driver earlier, I, you know, automatically thought of a limited late model, not Dominion racer. You What's know? the, okay, yeah, well, I don't even know the difference. Um, there shouldn't be nine different late model divisions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, I appreciate what they're doing with that series, though, because it brings back the driver ability, because it's a spec shock. It's a spec crate motor that you got to go from the dealership and get, and um, a spec carburetor. And, um, specific things you can do, spec ride heights, everything. So it literally brings in what late models were, I'd say, about 10, 15 years ago, to where if you had a car back then, you can go racing again. I'm going to play double advocate against myself and you kind of. Wouldn't it be fair to say, though, that so is the Dominion stock division? There are a lot of stock, uh, stock spec type stuff. Wouldn't it just, like, all those guys, if you split them in half, the back half of the field would have to join Dominion stocks or whatever. And then the top half of the field would have to join late models. Obviously, you wouldn't have an extra division, but both fields would be bigger. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, the reason is because, you know, what's better, you every know. chassis in the uh, Dominion Racer is a late model chassis, where in the Dominion stock, it's a Camaro or whatever yeah. in a street car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's for late model drivers that can't compete with the budgeting of Peyton Sellers and stuff like that. Or just, you know, with the cost well, of you <laughs> you know, it just, the times have changed. Uh, you wouldn't believe what the cost has just risen to. I mean, just anybody on a small Six basis. digits. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. At a minimum. Hands down. At a minimum. To run a mid-pack. Yes. So that's why I was talking about David Callahan. What he's doing right now is impressive. I found out, because I said on the show, I wasn't sure who owns the car or what, but they own the car. The family owns the car. They work on it in a garage in the house. Yes. And he's got the points lead right now. He's won two races. I don't know. I just know that not that they don't have any money in the car. It's just what they're doing is definitely impressive. Yes. Yeah, uh, what, what what they're up against. Yes. Like we were just saying that the division is so stacked. You got Pete and Sellers in there. Um, you got. I mean, it's just it never ends. Yeah. Davey, um, unfortunately, he had a mechanical failure the other night um, that I think that put him back a little bit in both races, and I think he's back in like fourth or fifth in points now. Is he? Yeah. He did go into it.
Maybe I'm wrong, but when I looked at it the other night, Dean Sutherland is now leading the points. All right, well, when I made that post on Facebook, uh, Davey, that I thought you'd yeah. My bad. But Davey is a wheel man. I think I said in the thing where I showed the YouTube video of the podcast, I think I said in the current points theater of the... Yeah. But I watched that on a, uh, somebody posted that on Facebook. Can we get an update? I yeah, think. yeah, because I'd like to, because I saw, looked on it the other day on Dominion Raceway, and it was showed Peyton in the points lead, and Davey was either second or third, I think. Okay. What is up again, Scott Lang? A lot of people showed it twice. Um, so you said you're playing for the rest of your, go back to Dominion, do you have any other tracks in mind? I would really like, you know, with us being working with sellers, you know, I would love to go to Martinsville and find and do the full deal. But of yeah. course, you know, that takes funding and all that. So if there's anybody watching, we can crowdfund it, you know. Yeah. We got spots on the back um, here. You know, we'll put your name on the back uh, deck lid. Let's make it happen. Um, ride along with Alex. Let's get our road to Martinsville. You have to have rocks on there somewhere, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. We're going to put at least put a sticker on there. Yeah. I'll put a rock sticker in there. Oh, yeah. He also brought over this awesome uh, montage. What would that be called? Uh, a collage. Collage um, of pictures pretty much of your entire Southside Speedway career. We even got yeah. the U-car up there. What inspired that look on that U-car? Um, really? Yeah, that's... Maybe, were you even involved with that? No, I. the first time I ever saw the design, my dad was pulling it back into the driveway. I had no idea. Mm. It was, he designed it with Buck Bruce up at, um, I think, Sticker Shock at the time when he was working there, or he owned the company. Um, and you might have said this earlier, I think it was the first question I asked you, I think I was still trembling and anxiety. What, uh, who got you into racing, was it your idea or his idea? Did you, were you a big NASCAR fan? Were yes. you a big NASCAR fan? We were huge NASCAR fans. We always, you know, because he used to, you do the demo derbies and stuff out on Southside back oh, in really? the day, but, you oh. know. It really, it was just, you know, we always, I always wanted to do it. Always. The street stock division. Uh, we thought about that. You know, me and Dad had this dynamite plan that might, you know, shut us down because we realized we couldn't have a fiberglass body. But we were going to get an 80s Camaro and go out there in the street Corvette. Stock. Corvette. Oh, yeah. Corvette and go to their rear end, but we could not because... It's a sports car. You can't have a sports car either. Yeah, so we had this dynamite plan. We were going to make it happen. We are going to win all these races, man. And then, boom, Mike and I was like, nope, can't do that, man. There's a couple different rules that prevented that. There was, yeah. Because I looked at stuff like that too, like, I wonder if I can just, yeah. And I think a lot of people were thinking that kind of stuff, especially in his reign of dominance. I mean, he won so many races. I know. The only thing I can compare it to is Austin Dodge's Grand Stock yeah. final season. That was Mike and Oath every year for like <laughs> five years. It was insane. I mean, he was wicked in a late model too. I mean, he drove it like a street stock, but he could wheel a car. So can he yeah. does the Dominion racers now. Yep. Places, but they're not limited late models. They are technically. And You're they, confusing me now. I know Dominion has a name for you know every division up there. So and why do the Dominion stocks look like late models? That's one thing. I know. I just I hate it because I love the '80s Aero Coupe. You know Monte Carlos. Just in oh, my yeah. opinion, they ruined that series by adding those bodies. Man, bring them back to the old '80s NASCAR. Picture I know it, it saves weight and all that, and I guess cheaper in the long run for... It's not. For, okay, I didn't know how that worked, but... Not my opinion. Yeah. What do I know? But I love those Aero Boot bodies, man. The Austin Dodge Classic, man. Yeah. I mean, that 
You can buy, granted, the Aero Coupe, I don't know if you can get, but the standard Monte Carlo panels, you can buy from Stock Car Products. Yeah, I wish Back when they changed everything, you could literally buy quarter panels, doors, fenders, all scans, all star, you know, or five star bodies, whatever. And they were cheap, too. Like, pretty much the same thing, you'd have to pull one off in a junkyard. Yeah. It was pretty much the same price, and it was already skinned out, ready to go, and everything. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that rule pissed me off since day one. I know. Because it, it only, I only did Cran Stock for one year, but they were talking about it. This is back when they used to do the driver's meetings, Street Stocks and Grand Stocks at the same time or something, maybe. So they were talking about it before that. I'm like, that's so stupid. And then now, like, Todd Rogue was the only one that has a real car. Yeah. Everybody else has a limited late model with a stock frame from some POS. <laughs> you know. Uh, what's up, Justin Trice? Any plans to race at Dominion? Probably not, buddy. Um, Peyton is leading in points. Damn. Yeah, so we're leading the national points, leading the mid-Atlantic region, leading the track points in South Boston and Dominion and uh, State of Virginia. Really? And we have the national points by like 130-some points right really? now. Really? Yes. Damn, so what if you said, uh, see, I didn't see that. I wasn't at Dominion, my brother was, but I was at like a... Uh, Retirement for thing. It's been an absolute clinic this year. Yeah. But he didn't have the points lead last week. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, you know, there's been but he, has he had some bad luck too, though? And Dominion, no. Um, we didn't run one race. So he's well, missed our whole race well, at Dominion. And that explains it. Yes. <laughs> so it's coming on back up to there. Yeah. Alright, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're both fast. Yes. Did you have any? Did, did they touch when um, Davey passed Peyton? Did they touch? Were, were you in the I race? I was not there. Okay. Okay. I didn't even. I wasn't at the track. Me neither. I was there with the first win Davey got when the car didn't even have decals. I remember that. But not the second. So I wasn't sure if they touched or what was perceived about that. Sure. Um, not that it matters. What about uh? You said you don't have any other sponsors or anything you want to plug? As of right now, you know, A plus roofing, Brock's Barbecue, Atlas 3, I'm Scotch Guard. Look back one second. What inspired the paint to be like that? Or like, what was it just, is that kind of like Yale's logo for Brock's Barbecue back in the day? It was kind of like that? The paint on the U-car? Uh, Buck just came up with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, was it decal? Yeah, I know yes. the nine was, but was yeah. the yellow part decal? Yeah. Oh, so y'all had it wrapped yeah. pretty much. It, oh, wow. it, we, we sprayed it uh, red. Yeah. And then he just, you know, put the decals on there. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that the yellow part was decals. Yeah. I just figured it was paint. No, that was all decals. Back in those days, y'all were probably the only ones doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Plus I was Daniel. hand painting my numbers back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Us and Daniel, you know, had pretty identical looking cars. His blew that up back then. I don't remember him. Probably He's not big time. What's his name? Doesn't even matter. He's not big time Brock. <laughs> Showtime Brock? What is it? Uh, big time rock. Big time rock. I mean, it's a little bit of everything, man. Yeah. What was it? Another one. Big uh, block rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brickhead rock. Blockhead. Rockhead rock. I mean, all sorts of nicknames, man. What's your favorite one? Do you? Uh... Also, uh, my merchandise uh, Quinn print for. Uh, we have our own website where you can go order directly. Oh really? That's dope. So, go there, buy some merch. Link in bio. Really? I would say yeah. I don't think it, oh, well, in this bio? No, I don't know. No, just, yeah. We don't even have a, it's literally untitled right now because it was like our fourth video. So, sorry to you. I will have you back on once I got all the 
I don't even know what to do with that. I'll have you back on once I get all that fixed. Um, what's up again, Howard? Just trying to make sure I don't miss anybody real quick. Comments have been rather nice tonight, so. I haven't been reading the bad ones. Oh, okay. One guy said, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. He said, I hate Alex Brock. He wrecked me on iRacing. And when he did, I got really mad, and uh, I threw my beer bottle at the wall, but it accidentally hit my mom and knocked her out. Nice. That's what he said, dude. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Turn Left Podcast, episode 75. It was a wild one there yeah. in the beginning. Oh, my God. Sorry if the audio is a little off. Actually, to be honest, doesn't matter. Hopefully everything is good. I'll have you back as soon as I get everything fixed. Let's Thanks for coming it. out, bro. Thank you. Thank really you all for watching it. tonight. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, like and share the video now. And find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify tomorrow. Um, and YouTube the day after. I need to get people watching on Facebook. Then listening. Then blah, blah, blah. Might do a fight companion tomorrow night. Might not with how everything's working now. So the UFC fight Nate Diaz tomorrow night. Might do a fight companion. Might not. Leaning towards not right now. But uh, are you a big UFC fan? Man, I loved watching the fight the other night with um, the boxing one though. With oh really? May- Mayweather and yeah. uh, Paul. I didn't watch that one live because it was Sunday night. I mean, if you just typed in the fight on Facebook, there were so many people just streaming it and posting it on really? Facebook. Yeah. So I wouldn't pay him fifty bucks. No, I don't blame you. I wish I would have known that. But I mean, he lasted. The whole eight rounds. Eight rounds, man. Everybody thinks it's staged, but I mean, he had he was taller and had the reach and everything. So his brother's going for him next. Yeah, he's fighting Tyron Woodley now. I thought he was going to fight one of them. Was going to fight under contract. Okay. No, okay. Jake Paul is fighting Tyron Woodley. Okay. Boxing match. Okay. But fight companion tomorrow night, maybe. Thanks for coming out again, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks to all backstage, and uh, like I said. Find it tomorrow on YouTube and Spotify, or no, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and the next day after on Sunday, find it on YouTube. Thank you all, and peace out.